it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's time for another episode of the Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for March 15th, 2021, your Fast Lane Go Home Show. Well, Raw was a bit of a mixed bag tonight. Uh, Some really good stuff. Uh, We set up a few things for WrestleMania. We have some new matches set. But... <clears throat> On the other hand, <laughs> uh, some some head scratching moments, um, and I'll get into those. Um, I, I had a I had a worry last week during a certain segment that will possibly turn into something else, and unfortunately, I think. I think we. Uh, We've reached that part that I was worried about so much, but we'll get into it. Overall, good, good show overall. Um, pretty decent, you know, storytelling going into the pay-per-view this weekend, which, by the way, will be the first pay-per-view on Peacock. So we shall see how that works. Hopefully it's a smooth transition. I believe it. Everything transitions over on the 18th, so it gives them a few days to work out any kinks. And hopefully, you know, once Fastlane starts, everything is smooth. But we'll see what happens. And uh, we'll go from there. So, jumping right into the show. Start off with the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, coming to the ring. And we get some breaking news right off the bat. It's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship in the main event of WrestleMania. Now, would that be main event night one, main event night two? We're not sure yet, but it'll be a main event. So we'll keep going. So Lashley out there doesn't really get to say too, too much before Miz and Morrison come out. Miz and Morrison basically trying to weasel them themselves into another WWE Championship match, or at least Miz is. But thankfully, Drew comes out there. And uh, things start getting a little crowded 
down at ringside and uh, take a quick moment to turn my gosh darn phone off. Things blowing up after the show, so this is what happens. <laughs> it's live recording, folks. It's live recording. <laughs> Back to the show. Um, we just end up having this wild brawl at the <laughs> at the end of this main segment. Lashley's attacking Drew. <laughs> Miz is all excited because Miz and McIntyre are going to kick off the show. Lashley starts going to the back. And gets attacked by by Sheamus of all people. I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> so we find out later that Sheamus and Bobby Lashley are going to have themselves a match later tonight too. So I'm thinking, oh okay, Sheamus with the old nobody beats up my guy except me, you know, explanation for things. So that makes sense. So we go, like I said, we go into the McIntyre Miz match. Drew obviously still reeling from the attack early on. It was a good match between these two. Morrison eventually ends up getting thrown out by the ref, and Drew wins not via the Claymore, but via the Hurt Lock, sending a message directly to the WWE champion that he's coming for him. (laughs) So up next, we got... A segment that I was worried about the most. Um, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. Now, last week, I briefly touched upon what had happened with Shane making fun of Braun, Braun chasing him out, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. This time, I don't know. Um... I, I I don't really get what they're trying to do here. Um, I, the whole Blaine making fun of Braun because he's a big guy and calling him stupid and all that other stuff. And Shane recycling lines from last week. So it's like not even original. And it's just like. I don't know if this was the angle they were trying to go for last week and said Shane clearly forgot all of his lines. It just didn't matter. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was just part one of that. We we end up coming back to that. And, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Honestly, it's just the whole thing ended up just being just, yeah. I'm just going to move on from it. We had, we had a, uh outstanding moment in the back with, with R-Truth. Uh, since by the time people listen to this, it will be 316 or later. So obviously 316 being Stone Cold Day, we had Stone Cold R-Truth out there tonight. And... Uh, Man, it's outstanding. So we'll get back to that in just a little bit. But after that, um, the next thing after that, we ended up having a women's tag match. It was Lana and Naomi versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Women's tag champs were out there watching from commentary. 
before the match ends, Asuka comes back, starts uh, attacking Shayna, who tried to meet her at the ramp. And then with all the distractions going on, Dana Brooke gets the win for her and Mandy. So that's a nice surprise. So we'll see what's going on between those four. Those girls keep bouncing back and forth uh, in the tag rating. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But I have a feeling we're probably going to have a multi-person match for the tag titles come WrestleMania. Multi-team, I should say. That's just my feeling on it. After that, we had ourselves the Raw Tag Team Championship match as the New Day challenged the Hurt Business. Purposely love that Kofi and Woods still rocking the Mortal Kombat gear. And uh, <laughs> Kofi with the get over here at one point and then the toasty. And it just warms my heart. I just, I can't, I can't help but appreciate everything the New Day has done. Just them as a group is just outstanding. And I mean, I know obviously with E on SmackDown doing his own thing. Kofi and Woods definitely holding their own on Raw. And as I say that, they end up being the new Raw Tag Team Champions, 11-time champs. I love it. I just I just love it. However, their little victory is short-lived because they're immediately interrupted by AJ Styles and almost... And uh, Xavier has himself a bone to pick with Mr. Omos after being pretty much tossed away like he was nothing (laughs) during a match way back when. And AJ says that, you know, his, uh, his list of accomplishments that he has yet to do is getting rather slim. So at this point, he wants to become a tag champ. So he and Omos officially challenged the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. This will be Omos's first match ever. He's done a lot of things since he's been here. You know, he was once the bouncer of the Raw Underground when that used to be a thing, and. Ever since he's been with AJ, he's just been a menacing presence, and it's been nice to see, and I'm excited to see what he can do in the ring. But unfortunately, that means that the New Day's tag team title reign is going to be four weeks long. But that's okay. It is what it is. (laughs) We then go back to the back, and we have... um, Damien Priest and Bad Bunny talking in the back, and all of a sudden we see in the background R-Truth holding something over his head coming at Big Bunny. Or Big Bunny, at Bad Bunny, sorry. Um, Priest notices it and stops him. And R-Truth's like, yo, dog, I'm sorry. You know, it's, you know, 316, Stone Cold Week, and he starts presenting things to Bad Bunny. And 
<laughs> so Bad Bunny's like, well, what do you want? And Truth kind of eyes the 24-7 championship and says, that? It's my baby. I, I, I want it back. And Bad Bunny does something I, I, I was a little surprised by. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy it happened, but a little surprised. Bad Bunny's like, I, I respect you. I respect this business, and you deserve this title more than I do. He's like, I'm going to keep this replica Stone Cold title belt, but you can have this. You can have your baby back. So Bad Bunny relinquishes the 24-7 championship back to our truth And then our truth has about five seconds to celebrate, and then here come everybody else to chase him. So the chase is back on for the 24-7 championship. Bad Bunny, thank you. You, uh, you. You did some pretty awesome stuff with that. You know, just having that title around with you when you were going out everywhere. Congratulations on winning Grammys. And it's just, he's a, he's a celebrity champion that, honestly, like, not knowing who he was at all when he first showed up, the man has done a great job. So I appreciate it. And I appreciate him. And it looks like we're not gonna be we're not gonna be done with him just quite yet. Cause after that segment, we went on to Jason Riker taking on Damian Priest. Damian gets the win in like a minute. Like I literally got up, got myself a drink, came back. I was walking back to my couch and the match ended. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like this just happened. What what? Okay. However, <laughs> Elias comes in, tries to attack Damien Priest with his guitar. Bad Bunny takes the guitar away from Elias and lands a pretty decent right, knocks Elias out of the ring. After that, Morrison decides that he wants to come down to the ring, starts talking some trash, and it, it has both Priest and Bad Bunny not pay attention. And then all of a sudden, Miz slides in the ring and hits Bad Bunny with the guitar. So it looks like we are going to be setting ourselves up for a tag match. Probably Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, which is fine. I, it, <laughs> WWE always needs to have the celebrity matches. And with everything Bad Bunny has done well for the company, I, I'm a little excited to see what he can do. Because I know he's been training, too. So this should be interesting. Um, so I was just talking about Shane, uh, Jay McMahon and Braun Strowman earlier. Braun challenged Shane to a match. And Shane accepted. But I'll tell you right now, I'm thinking to myself, like, there's no way this is going to actually happen. Happen. We're not going to have ourselves a match. And correct, we did not. Ended up being uh, a bit of a brawl. Shane tried to run away, and Braun eventually caught him. And then Braun tried doing his train thing, and Shane took a camera and smashed it over his face. Put Braun on top of the uh, commentary table, and then Shane did his I don't give a fuck elbow drop from the top rope. Goes through the commentary table. It never gets old. I mean, if Shaman Man's going to be in a, in a feud, you know he's going to be doing that elbow drop, and it's you love to see it. 
But what was really weird was that Shane decided then to go under the ring, grab some buckets, and pour slime on Braun Strowman. I'm like, wait, did I the media, did I accidentally turn on Nickelodeon? Like, is this Double Dare? Are we having ourselves a physical challenge? Like, what's going on? Like, why? This, this makes no sense. I also thought Kayla Braxton should have been out there because the last time there was any slime involved, she was the one getting it, and Braun was also in that segment, by the way. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to think about this at all. I mean, in any type of actual fight, Braun would, like, eat him alive. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know what this... I don't know what the end goal is for this. So, I mean, we've got four weeks left. Hopefully they can keep this going and actually make some sense of it. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, after that, we went to Alexis Playground. And, boy, let me tell you, you go from one terrible segment to one segment that immediately lifts the mood – Miss Bliss essentially challenges Randy at Fastlane, saying that if you wanted her out of, you know, she's saying to Randy, if you wanted me out of your life so bad, you just have to, you know, kick it out of you. You know, kick it out of me. So Randy's going to punt Miss Bliss. (laughs) I can feel it. Uh, At Fastlane, will this be the rebirth of fiend will it be whatever new reincarnation he's gonna be I, I i don't know i hope so because it's been long enough and i miss i miss the fiend being on television don't get me wrong the stuff with um miss bliss has been fantastic so i hope that doesn't continue but i mean oh, it doesn't end i should say but who knows we'll see what happens i know uh i know my my, my boy sam over at uh Know the ropes all excited about this match. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, after that, we had our grudge match as Oscar uh, took on and defeated Shayna Baszler. And then Oscar kind of went a little nuts. Um, tried to take Oscar's teeth out. <laughs> Uh, by using uh, the exposed bottom turnbuckle, but the ref thankfully stopped Oscar from doing it. So if we're gonna get psychotic, Oscar, please just 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 let her go. Let her do it, please, please. After that, we went on towards our uh, U.S. title match. It was Riddle. Defending against Retribution's Ali, Mustafa Ali. Now, Mustafa put out a an announcement earlier today on Twitter um, talking about how he's the right man to lead, you know, the company as the U.S. champion. And it was so well done. I was completely bought into it. I loved it. Like... And 
another thing that this is one of those unfortunate down moments of the show. Riddle does get the victory. Now, I'm not upset that Riddle won. I'm upset at the fact that I'll be lost. You'd think, you know, Retribution would be there to help, but unfortunately, he wasn't. Or they weren't, I should say. T-Bar did try to help, but unfortunately, it ended up backfiring, and Riddle ends up getting the victory. And we, we just left Riddle. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We just left Ali basically just ripping Retribution apart again in the ring. So hopefully they'll figure something out because I'm getting really tired of seeing Retribution not doing anything productive anymore. Uh, not that they honestly have been ever. <laughs> But I thought that giving Mustafa Ali the U.S. title tonight would have been a great move, uh, not only for the group, but for him personally, since he deserves it after what he's done, um, what he's been trying to do with this group. <laughs> but unfortunately, that was not to be. So it is what it is. Maybe there's still hope, but who knows? After that, we went to our main event, which was the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, fighting Sheamus in, uh, to uh, steal or borrow a phrase from good old JR. Definitely a slobber knocker. My God, these two beat the ever-living snot out of one another. And oh, what a great match. It was, I think, 20, 25 minutes. Like, they gave him some time, and they did fantastic with, um, at the very end, um, Sheamus going for a bro kick. Lashley caught him with a spear and gets the one, two, three. So, clearly, Sheamus not going to be 100% going into the match or going into the pay-per-view against Drew. However, Drew gets a little bit of a pay, a little bit of payback on Lashley, who attacked him earlier in the show. Lashley getting up, MVP gets a little distracted, which causes Lashley to look away, and Drew slaps Lashley with a claymore, sending Bobby out of the ring. Drew standing tall, looking at a clearly exhausted Sheamus. And I'm excited for that match, the pay-per-view. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be ridiculous. But, yeah, the road to WrestleMania goes through Fastlane this Sunday. And once we're done with that, it's a mere three weeks until we get to Mania. The uh, original date for tickets were supposed to go on sale were supposed to be technically on the 16th. However, that got pushed back. Um, they're hoping to get some type of new date uh, this week at some point. So we'll see if that actually happens. But, you know, we're cutting it close. Tickets, they're trying to push 30 to 40, 45,000 people. It's 50 to 75% uh, occupancy. 
don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, from what I'm also hearing, they're not allowing people from outside of the country to go, so it'll just be people from the U.S., um, which I know will hurt sales because people travel all around the world to come in for WrestleMania. So even though I know it's a two-night extravaganza again, I'm more looking forward to Dallas next year once everything hopefully goes back to normal. So, but doesn't mean I'm not going to be excited for this mania. Clearly with all the matches made tonight for it and the hints of what's coming, it's going to be good stuff. So, but that was the show for tonight. Like I said, it was, it was a pretty good show. I mean, there were some definitely ups and downs and, you know, I'd probably give it a C plus for today. Uh, like I said, this is your Fastlane Go Home Show, your raw review for March 15th. Now, if you guys don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media and on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty G Stream. And you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcast platform out there. If we're not on a pa- if we're not on a podcast platform that you listen to and you want us to be, let us know. You know, answer our, our tweets and comment on one of our posts. Let us know somehow that you know, hey, I listen to such and such. You guys aren't there. Can you, you know, add, maybe add yourselves to it? We'll go out. We'll find it. We'll get ourselves added to it if possible, and that way you uh, can do all your one-stop podcast downloading and listening, and have a little bit of them in your day. So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful night. Most importantly, though, please, please always remember to join the bedroom. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.